Tostitos Championship Plaza outside in front of the Ford Center. We have some guests today. The we Cowboys do. are putting on a field day uh, for the kids of DFW, special needs kids of DFW. So we got some guests in the house today. Pastor, don't worry. I'm going to be on my best behavior because the kids <laughs> are near. Today's high is 86 degrees. Currently right now it is 83 degrees. A little cloudy. A little, mm-hmm. a little, a little, a little cloudy outside, Dave. But that's not gonna, that's not gonna put a damper on our sunshine nah. happening around here. He is Nate Newton. That is Kirk yes, Daniels. Sir. I am Jesse Holler. Together, we are hanging with the boys. The sports talk equivalent of Braille. People feel us when we speak. We are still on a high. We're gonna come down off the high a little bit today. We're gonna come off a little bit. We're gonna come back down because we're we're, we're kind of mm-hmm. getting to our mm-hmm. twenty-four hour mode right here where we can celebrate. But moving on. We're going to kind of put a little recap, put a little bow, a little winning bow on what happened on Sunday. Cowboys defeated the Los Angeles Rams 22-10. And they are looking ahead now to take on the 5-0, number one seed in NFC East, Philadelphia Eagles. So that's the next opponent. Uh, Nate always comes in and says he has nothing to talk about. Oh, before you start, this segment is brought to you by Wingstop, <laughs> where flavor gets its wings. Go ahead, Nate. You got nothing to say today, Nate? You watching Rams or you watching Eagles over there? The last game or the next game? Okay, this is what we get today. Oh, we, my God. This is what we get today. All right, Kurt. So you and I will do. This is not worth ten bucks. This, this, you and I, you and I will do. <laughs> He'll be returning his ten dollars. You'll be for returning the day. your ten dollars. Returning your ten dollars. <laughs> Me and Jesse uh, will split. We'll split that. We'll split that. So Kurt and I will get fifteen uh, a piece for I'll today's get show. Five, but it's okay. Huh? What are you oh, doing? I'll get five. That's okay. Oh, I don't, I don't get, get no. I don't get, split ten dollars. You guys are gonna get fifteen a piece. <laughs> no, I'll get my ten plus five. And then he'll get his 10 oh, plus Oh, I don't get 10, though. So. <laughs> he doesn't oh, so get that. zero. <laughs> I'll get 15, and Kurt will get five. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, uh, I know I went to public school and a public university, but I ain't that bad. No, I meant to. Yeah, you're good. All right, Cowboys, um, in their victory, is there anything else that you want to touch on, Nate? No, seriously, you got to talk. You got to say something. Is there anything else that you wanted to touch on in regards to what the Cowboys did in that game, that was good, bad, or indifferent uh, against the Rams that you can see being a, a, a plus or minus moving forward. So uh, is this uh, – got to put the mic to yes, your, to is your this, mouth. So we just – because yesterday I wanted to speak on offense. You said we weren't allowed to. So today can we speak on offense? Now you can't – when I start a segment, <laughs> when, I, when I start down a segment and I say we're going to talk about defense – and literally the first thing out of your mouth is back to offense. <laughs> we can't do that. we got to stick on this planet at least to get this point across first. <laughs> then we can come back to it because the fans are looking forward to that segment. I'm living in the 21st century. I'm very sensitive. <laughs> you don't Short attention have, span. Uh, you don't let me have my way. <laughs> you you going to go to HR on me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. But yeah. – the thing that I'm, I'm gonna say, you, you know, you're correct. We should stay down the path that you lead, uh, but I'm back to that. Them two receivers and them two catches. We were we were five for fifteen. We could have been seven for fifteen, and it's no. You don't know how this could have went if Gallup would have caught his easy pass, or if my man CD would have caught his easy pass. These are the things that's gonna. Uh, 
as we play better teams, which we are playing a better team who's on a good roll, we need every snap. You don't know which play is going to be that play yeah. to take us over the top. So we're going to have to be. Is it surprising that the Cowboys are now like 22nd in drop percentage, so they have one of the worst drop percentages in the NFL? Is that One, is that surprising? And two, is that how do you fix that? Uh, no, it's not surprising to me because that that is one of the things that I, I said – you know, even when we used to uh, interview Gallup, me, you, and, and Shannon, I used to be like, he's got to be better with the small ball. And CD, you know, that, hey, I didn't, it didn't bother me when you were running around the number two receiver, elite, doing your thing, dropping them all. Like, hey, but now you are that number one guy. You got to come up with those passes. You got to come up with them, bro, because these games are only going to get bigger and bigger and, and better and better. And the bigger the games get, Coach Johnson always taught us, the bigger these games get, the more you got to pay attention to the small details. Yeah. He's now tied for third in the league in drops. Although he's in good company. Debo Samuel's first. Jamar Chase is also tied for third. So, <laughs> it's, For me, Kurt, it's, it's frustrating. Yeah. Because I go back to the, to the, to the, CD, the CD drive against – the Giants, after having that huge drop in the right. first half. And you go and you see, and we've watched a, a, a number of practices. We've watched a number of games. We've seen a number of preseasons. We've seen a number of workouts. I mean, we've seen it. We've seen it all. And then there's these glimpses of elite-level talent. And then there's these brain fart moments that he has. And as a former receiver – and I don't, I don't compare myself or put myself on anyone's pedestal, and you can say wherever you feel I, I fit in that conversation. But there are very few things for a receiver that we're supposed to do. <laughs> and number one on that list is catch the football. Period. Yeah. Like, that is, that, that is the number one line when you fill out the application to become a wide receiver, line one is, can you catch the football? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That, that's line one. And mm-hmm. so when you watch it and you see a player of his caliber, because he is no scrub. He's no scrub. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't put him on the elite level, but he darn sure ain't no scrub. No. And then you see him go out and you see him make a catch on a fourth down where a guy almost separates him limb from limb, and he holds on. And then you see another catch where it's a left-handed, one-hand catch in the end zone. Or you flash back and you watch the Matrix-type catch that he made in Minnesota. And then you see these consistent drops of these just simple plays that you're supposed to be making. And again, if this was a team who had a history of success... And I mean, I don't mean regular season success. I mean a history of success, playoff wins, NFC championships, Super Bowl appearances. And then maybe you can forgive some of that stuff. But they don't. And so when they don't have that and you see the players who aren't supposed to make these small little gaffes each and every game consistently make those small little gaffes each and every game, 
you then have the nightmare flashbacks of San Francisco. You then have the nightmare flashbacks of plays against Green Bay. And, 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 and I mean, we're going back years mm-hmm. and years and years and years of all the teams that they had to face. And it's those little things that they do not get right in the regular season from the guys who should be doing it right that comes back and ultimately kicks them right in the rear end in the matter in the, in the moments that matter the most. And so that that's the frustrating part to me of, of that is that CD, I, I would, if CD drops the one play on the fourth down where a guy like, I mean, that guy hit him hard. Yeah. You'd be like, you know what? I kind of understand that one. Right. But when you see these passes, and especially when you're when you're the guy trying to be a leader of a group and trying to set yourself apart, you, you can't have those kind of miscues week in and week out yeah. uh, uh, for a team that is, is struggling really offensively. I'm kind of surprised that I, three of those drops came in the Giants game. Now, there were some others I seem to remember in other games where he maybe we thought he should have had them, but at least – Statistically, they didn't give him a drop, but it's still. I, I guess the Giants game was a weird one because he had that one great drive. But <laughs> other than that, he, when he was kind of shaking. But you, you, you just, know. and I'm with you on that, Jess, because it's not going to be them big plays you make, you know. And I give you, for example, Devontae Adams last night going off. Then at the end of the game, how him and the other receiver running to each other. <laughs> How do you 50-yard wide field have your two best receivers on the same side and they run into each other? Yeah, that, that, that's, See, that's, that's, that's like a drop because yeah. that was a bad play, a uh, small play that was could have been something great. And, and, and that's it how it needed to be something great. Yes, yeah. because you, you are literally playing to survive. The Cowboys are, have a little bit better situation but you are playing for the future. These little things, these little plays that you make, you are playing for the future. And, and because in the biggest game in the world, like I've always tried to tell people, in the biggest game in the world, that's when it happens. Mm-hmm. That's when that smart quarter, that smart offense of a defensive coordinator say, hmm, I remember one game. The quarterback pointed to 55, and there was number five out there. And this certain guy was in the game. And they got a big sack. Oh, he's in the game again. Let's see if he can, as he learned. Because this thing has happened not more than once. So you now, as a coach, do you put that player in that position again? If it was Jimmy, he'll never get another opportunity. <laughs> but I don't know about this staff over here. Well, speaking of the staff <clears> – <throat> Um, and talking about the future, coming into this season, this a lot of people said that Mike McCarthy was on the hot seat and that his job was on his tail was on the line, and that if they didn't make a deep playoff run, uh, that it was it for him. And, and now this is Mike McCarthy's dealt with COVID, yeah. a broken ankle, and now his quarterback out for the first six weeks, presumably this season. Is it still deep playoff run for Mike McCarthy? Or fire, or does it, will he be cut some more slack if this team doesn't succeed down the line? Because I mean, the, the head coach in waiting could be sitting in the same building as him right now. That's true. What do you That's think? 
Nate so, Kirk. So I got to we need to stay with Coach McCarthy in that line of questioning, right? Okay, I don't want to change anything. I don't want to be. Yeah, now would be a bad time to start talking about something else. Yeah, sm- that's what I'm saying. The small <laughs> yeah. things are ruining the show. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Let me say this right here. <laughs> Coach McCarthy has done a great job. And if this team continue to win, and we continue to hear how great the defensive coordinator is, we continue to hear how great the offensive coordinator is, that would be all right. And, I, I'm, and I'm thinking, I'm thinking like my McCarthy, that would be all right because that means I'm in the playoffs. But that is where he will be judged. That's why the C.D. Lambs of the world and my boy Michael Gallup are loving to death. They got to make these plays. Because if you don't make these plays, you can say you you can tell how much you love this man, but the hot seat is burning up and they about to flip him. So he's still in the same shoes. Kurt, yeah, it's it's an interesting situation because it's something like over the last twenty six games he has the third most wins in the NFL. You know, it's I mean he's yeah. putting up good good numbers, and I think this stretch now where he is. Coaching. Having more influence yeah. on the offense and, and that sort of thing and getting this team through the absence of Dak and, and just kind of bringing it all to, together, you would think that would mean something, that he's he's become a, a true leader. of this. He's put his stamp on this team, so, so to speak. But if you don't so, win in the playoffs... Then so let me play devil's advocate here. Let's say they don't win in the playoffs. Pass to you out there. Anyway, go ahead on to <laughs> Now, last year we, uh-huh. we faced all off season of, and Quinn will get these odd interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if this defense continues on its trajectory, mm-hmm. there's a couple jobs that probably be available. Washington will probably be available at the end of the year. Carolina's available right mm-hmm. now. Uh, who who else might be out there in the hot seat? Um, oh, any of those. Teams that are struggling still. The Chargers might they, they the Houston. The Chargers might fire their coach. I mean, there may be a couple coaches who lose their job this season. Do you run the risk again of potentially? Because I don't think it's about the money for Dan Quinn. I think it's more so about the he status wants another of, shot. Yeah. of having wants another, another shot. shot. Do you run the risk of saying I can bring back Mike McCarthy one more time? Or I can go ahead and keep Dan Quinn and now elevate him. Or there's still that Sean Payton thing floating out there. That Sean Payton thing ain't going to work. But uh, you know, we, can stay, we can say that, right? Sure. We're on the yeah. same sure. line. Okay. Sure. I don't want to get No, that's track. In the, it's in the question. You know, it's in the question. Thank you. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate your obedience uh, today. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I believe this here. If Coach can get us to the second round and we win that thing and we get to the NFC Championship game, you know he's done it. He, he's done his job, man. <laughs> That's a huge leap. You, you, I, 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 you get to the second round and win it, and get to the NFC nah, Championship game. If we get to the second a lot round, of ifs, boy. Nah, it ain't no lot of ifs. If the Cowboys, that a big if is with this team, can they get there? Because once you get there, a lot of good things can happen. As long as you don't deviate. The further we go. With an offense that's serviceable, now it gives you a better chance when you get in the playoffs because you know you can play bully ball, and all we need for your quarterback is to make the plays when necessary. Now, it, before it was like we had the quarterback had to make all the plays, 
and we the defense just had to maintain it. We had to hope. And that's the question you asked yesterday. What type of defense do we have? We will find out after Thanksgiving. Hmm. And if our offense is giving us 21 points a game, and more importantly, can they give us 30 minutes, a time of possession, a game? Oh, yeah. Coach, Coach should be back, man. That's a yeah. great question. And I want to I carry this into the second segment. Mike McCarthy came out yesterday and made a comment about, you know, back in the spring, we knew that our team was going to be a defensive-led team, and we were making the adjustments then. All the while, while having a $40 million healthy right. quarterback. I, I want to talk about that a little bit more in the second break, so stay with us. We'll, we'll be right back. Offense. Yes. Okay. Be, right. Yeah. And, and, and we'll have and we'll have your boy computer in the second segment. So stay with this man. I'll be quiet. Stay, man. Stay, I ain't gonna say nothing. Stay, stay right here with us. Hang with man. the boys, man. I'm we'll with come the right star, back, man. I'm quiet. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great seats. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel? Attend the best tailgate party in Texas? Tour the star and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls, with Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yokiero, Yokiero guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys. It is a terrific Tuesday here in the SWBC studio. This segment is brought to you by the Q Barbecue Fest. Miller Lite is proud to bring you the Q Barbecue Fest, Dallas, located at the Miller Lite Lighthouse at AT&T Stadium. Join your Cowboys from November 4th through the 6th for some of the best barbecue in the country. Get your tickets today at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. Before we get to, thank you, before we get to computer, I want to carry over the conversation. And Nate, you've been uh, so eloquently obliging 
and being obedient today by staying on task. So I want to make sure that we get this so you can stay <laughs> on task before we get off of the rails. But Mike McCarthy came out yesterday and his comment, he said that Kellen has, uh, has had to adjust to being a defensive first team. And he said that they started this process and they knew this process back in the spring. Now, this is long before right. Dak Prescott was injured. This, this was with the healthy Dak Prescott, you know, you're believing. Because in the springtime, you're believing in the springtime, everything that your imagination can fathom is believable. It's blossoming. It's yeah. spring. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. Because you can think to yourself, man, we drafted a first-round guard slash tackle. He's going to come along. CeeDee Lamb's going to take that next-level jump to be the number one wide receiver. Dalton Schultz is going to have 100 receptions. Our offensive line is going to gel. Kellen Moore is going to take the next step. And the offensive play caller, we're finally getting a full offseason with the healthy quarterback. I mean, all of these things that you're saying, you're seeing all the videos with Zeke doing his – when he got – his coach making all the kind of crazy sounds. All of this stuff is, is, is promising. And Mike McCarthy comes out and says – and him being an offensive first coach, he's an offensive coach. Mm-hmm. For him to come out and say that even back in the spring, whenever that is in the spring, that they had already turned their focus on this team being a defensive first team. Kurt, yes, is that Mike McCarthy being an amazing foreshadower slash psychic? Well, Mike McCarthy telling the biggest damn lie we've ever heard in our lives. Uh, it's probably somewhere in between. I don't think McCarthy's lying. I mean, they probably they probably knew their defense was going to be better. I mean, they knew they had talent on that defense. They knew, but that. defensive, not no, 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 no. Kurt. I know, I know, not but better. Defensive. But he's saying we thought in the spring that the game plan that we're doing right now, which by the way, they threw the ball forty three times in that game against Tampa Bay. Yeah. So for them to come out and say that this was going to be a defensive first team, it damn sure it didn't seem that way the yeah. first game by throwing the ball forty three times in in the three and a half quarters that right. Dak Prescott was in there. Yeah, I mean it's it's a little hard to believe that he would, with knowing Dak was healthy and all that, and and knowing that he's an offensive minded coach, it's a little hard to believe that they. We're going to completely switch gears and become a defensive first team. Now, they, like I said, they knew they had talent. They knew they'd be better over there, but they thought they'd be pretty solid on offense too. Nate, if you're Dak Prescott and you're sitting in the, you're sitting in the training room and you're doing your, you know what I'm saying? You at home and you, you doing your thumb exercises and all that. You doing you, yeah. your thumb exercises, uh-huh. whatever this means. I just felt like this. I just felt we like know. This was, yeah, you're. Yeah. No, I felt like this was the right thumb exercise Ground, to do gr- for Giants, grip. For grip. Giants, like that for sure. For grip. Giants. For grit, not for grit. <laughs> you know, and I don't, I don't know, I don't know if, if, if Dak is, is, you know, what I'm saying is, a, is, is, is a breast or a butt type person, but either or, it's for good grit. Right. Okay. If you're a Dak Prescott, well, what are you sitting at home or in the practice, whatever you, wherever you're at, and you hear your coach, who's an offensive coach, who in the springtime when you were healthy and ready to lead this team, says, "Oh yeah, I knew in the spring that we were going to be a defensive led team." Because that that can be that can be a little bit of a kind of a shot pointed at you as a quarterback. Oh no, oh no! If if if, if you are about winning, which the top quarterbacks 
are in this league, if you're about winning, that that, that didn't bother Dak. He just wanted to get in and see, okay, wait, where do I fit in? So you can where say that about Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes? The thing about it, if they need to win that game at that moment, running the ball, they're going to they gonna give in to it. No, no, You've no, no, seen no. it. You've seen mm-hmm. it happen. Two weeks ago, they rushed for 170 yards, that same case. I'm not talking about about in the moment. Yes, in the moment, you will do whatever. Ronnie Lott said, cut it off because I want to go back out there and play because his finger was mangled. Right. (laughs) In the moment, you'll say anything. Even if he had time to think about it, if Dak want to be successful, this is what I believe to what you said at first. The children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. (laughs) Coach didn't even believe it when he's inside. coach didn't even believe it. Sense yeah, yeah. Okay, coach didn't even believe it when he said it. Then he lost to the Tampa Bay Bucks, and then he lost Dak on top. Did he say, "Yo, yeah. that thing we talked about in the spring, make it happen"? Well, <laughs> That's hey, what so said. I need. I need. I'm going to play dumb football fan and say, explain to me what that means. Is we're going to become a defensive first team? Because I would think the offense would still be like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, you know. They were the number one offense last year. Not when you don't have the same. Not when you don't have the same pieces. But you had. Not when you don't have the okay, same pieces. Okay, so that's. But okay, then what do they? How do they go into this? How do they work together? How does Kellen Moore work with Dan Quinn to say, okay, we're going to help? When the you. last time you seen a quadruple reverse? A what? Quadruple reverse. Eight folks touched the ball behind the line of scrimmage, ten yards deep. <laughs> a what reverse? But that a doesn't. Quadruple okay, reverse. How, but okay, but we're going. Okay, we second, are not. Kurt, you just <laughs> got. You cannot just be glossing over. A reverse that you have not. You don't have how many numbers they throw the ball backwards behind the ball. The line of scrimmage. Yeah. That, I meant what I said. And a ain't quadruple. Changed. A quadruple. Quadruple. Reverse. You don't know how many times they're gonna run the reverse. Okay. How do you spell quadruple? I'm not using yeah. that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I ain't changing. I thought oh. about this all day, all year, but, all. But how did they – they, okay, they were, again, they were the number one offense last year. How You're did right. they say, okay, we are going to change gears and we are going to now become the top defense? How does that transition work? All what do they do? All while paying a man $40 million to be your starting right. quarterback. So what, did, what, but what did they do? What did they have to do? Okay, what are they just doing so, now? Okay, but they back in the spring or whenever he did it, they or the second week of the season, they just said, "Okay, we're just going to run the ball," and that's it. No, 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 no. You know tell me, I'm playing. You know, I want to. No, know. I'm with you. We're on the same <laughs> side because I, I, you're, you're saying somewhere in between. Have y'all? Being let a, me ask you a, that. A I mean, when the last time you seen them speed it up offense? When the last time you seen them go hurry up offense? Um, they did recently, and I didn't like it. But they didn't do it off. Maybe you know, yeah, just they, to, so. I, let, let's do let's do this before we get too far down the line. Let's 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 computer let's come in here, man, and tell me about my boy from KC. Got that sack and got that penalty. Come on in here, computer. <laughs> we we, we want to interject you into this conversation, and and give us your thoughts on the comment that Mike McCarthy made. And is he flat out lying, or is he the newest iteration of Miss Cleo? Well, now Mike McCarthy is telling you the truth. So the, the truth is, back in the spring. Now, let, me, let me let me uh, let me, let, let me play ahead. let me yeah, play sure. Perry Mason for uh, Mike McCarthy. Right <laughs> now. Okay, uh, first we we got twenty six penalty. We got twenty six turnovers his first year with, with with Nolan. That's the first year we had that many turnovers. The turnovers didn't start with Dan Quinn got there. It started the year he got here when he started having them do all those drills about trying to you know the get the ball back. 
So go back and look. And then another thing what a lot of people don't know is it was his idea to run this scheme of this defense that they run and not Dan Quinn. Mike McCarthy was the idea. He wanted to told Dan Quinn he wanted to run this. This is not Dan Quinn's defense. Mm. This is Mike McCarthy's. No, it no, 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 it's not. Do, do you research? Computer, do you research? Computer, Dan computer, Quinn? computer, stop. It is not. No, no, no. Computer. No, I heard it. I heard him talk stop. about it. I'm not stuck stop. in making it up. This you is like Dan. Man. Okay, let me, this let, is, let me this is, cut me off. Okay, okay. That man has won a Super Bowl. He is not no dummy. A lot of people think he a dummy because Aaron Rodgers threw him under the bus. It's just it's perception. Perception. He don't know how to coach. Perception. He don't have no input or know what he's doing. When Dan Quinn first got hired, everybody was like, why are you hiring Dan Quinn? He didn't do nothing in the ladder. And then when soon things turn around, they come up this split thing like they do between Zeke and uh, and Tony Pollard. The same thing with Mike McCarthy and his coaching staff. It can't be both because people need stuff to talk about. They can't be like, hey, both of them can work together. When Jimmy was coaching, nobody never said nothing about knowing how great he was and he was and all them defensive coordinators we had. With with uh with with you know so I, I, it just it's it's confusing to me to to treat that man like that that man know what he's talking about There's another reason why he knew he was gonna be defense was got rid of Mari Cooper you got rid of the guard you got rid of Cedric Wilson and we got beat up in the middle he not stupid he knew he had to turn into a defensive team computer how, how long have you been following this team he by the way Jesse he said this yesterday in the press conference. I've been following this team since when Michael Irvin cried on the sideline when I was crying too when we got the green bag to Mike awesome. I heard him so so so, so so we also know that this team at many a times players come and go on this team, especially the high dollar ones at the at the at the the trigger pulling of Steven and Jerry, and a lot of times the coaches don't have a say so in it. Okay, so, okay, prime example. Okay, so what he did, think about it, though. He's kind of intelligent for that, right? He knew Jerry and Steven weren't going to spend no money on the offense. He knew that the new pet tour was Dan Quinn, so he knew that anything that Dan wanted, they would do because they were so crazy about it. Just like you're trying to get with a girl, you're going to give her what you want to get what you want up out of. <laughs> Mike McCarthy's not dumb. <laughs> Mike McCarthy's not dumb. He's like, he know he's been around Jerry and Steven long enough. Now to know, hey, if I want them to get to do something, I gotta come at them this way. And look and look and look and look how deep the defense is. Look how they fixed it. We got safeties now. We never had no safeties before. Mike McCarthy is from Pittsburgh. He is a tough guy. He is a tough coach. All those Green Bay teams was tough, especially on defense. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 in his DNA. He's not no dummy. Mm. You know, people don't want to give him no credit because. They don't like me. He's a little overweight. I mean, come on, man. Get a man overweight. You better call the a man, man overweight. Man, <laughs> the, man, the man won 12 games last year. 12 games. Then he had to start during COVID. Then you got then you got a front office with Jerry and Steven that, that Steven want to save money now. So he, he kind of working with his hand behind his back. Then, then Kelly Moore wasn't communicating the first two years. He wasn't communicating with him. Now he communicating with him now. He bring in Dan Quinn. Everybody telling Dan Quinn is the reason why they winning. That man is going through eight, going through eight, man. But he's still winning and producing. He won eight games without a, without a backup with a backup quarterback since Dak been gone. When Romo was out, we lost. When Tyron Smith was out, we lost. We're not losing. Mm. So who, so who is who is it? You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, the constant I mean, is the head coach is what you're saying. Make them quit playing. We've been soft in the middle. We ain't been tough at all. We've never had a defense since Nate and them left. Never had a defense. 
The Marcus Wedding was cool, but them guys wasn't no wasn't no gangsta, no defense. They were no gangsters. No, nah, they wasn't they wasn't rough. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They were sound and good, but we were soft. The corners were soft, the safeties were soft. We ain't had a safety Dan Wilson left. Now we got two. Got three. <laughs> we got three now. And we got a rotation of defensive line. Mike McCarthy, man, just give him some credit. Just don't call the man. Like, go down the hallway and ask him. Look him out of the ass. You see him every day. You're a great judge of character. You know 100% stuff about football. The way you be breaking that stuff down, man, I'd be like, wow, just no. You need to be coaching. Uh, but but get a man get a man some, like, like you, man. Like, you had to fight for everything that you got. Look where you started. Look where you ended up. You just balling. You played basketball and football. You was on that show. You balling. You killing it right now. We're probably going to lose you to Fox and ESPN for his old with. So, it's just, come on, bro. Give him a shot. He ain't no dummy. That man know that the defense is going to have to be the strength of this team. Computer, did look, you? Look how they built it. It's deep in every position. Computer, did you forget the one person on this show who actually stood on the table and wanted Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I this know. Is, this is what Nate we had. No. <laughs> Was it Kurt? But you, no, no. you kind of so had Shannon left him. ain't here no more. You kind of had left him. No. You, you, I got you frustrated. Him, but you kind of no, 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 left no. him. I got frustrated with Mike McCarthy because for two years he did not do what he's now doing. Because I, like you, said the same thing. Mike McCarthy is far too smart, far too intelligent, has been in the game far too long to just sit back and let someone do what they want to do with his offense. Because he couldn't, he didn't have no power to tell him to stop it because they hired that, that so, kid right. first. So, okay. so, so let, me, let me explain this. But here's the thing, computer. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, computer. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Because you can't say he does. He didn't have no power to do it then, but then in the same breath telling me that he now has the power to dictate what they're going to do defensively? What, what, no, not, how, how is this power coming and going? Okay. Either he has the power okay, or he does not okay. have the power as the head coach of the football team. Okay, all right. You know, as, let me say, if you got the job, I know you're smart enough to know this. If you got the job working for the Jones as a head football coach and they hire somebody first, you're going to have to – it's just like kind of like I deal with all these rappers, right, and the younger rappers. And I try to school them on how to be rappers and how to be like right. Paul. And just, they, they won't listen to me. So what I have to do, I have to let them go out there and experience it on their own. Then when they come back to me, they're like, oh, computer, you was right. Stephen and Jared was not going to listen to Mike McCarthy. But after he, after they seen what happened last year with Kelly Moore's offense, they're like, oh, man, you got to – we give you – you do what you want to. Because you, you have to show them. You know what I'm saying? They're going to keep their power. One thing about Stephen and Jared – they want their power, and they're going to keep their power. But if you show them something ain't working, like Jerry now, you listen to them on the, on the talk. Oh, man, we got to run the football. We got to be physical. <laughs> His mindset done change because he see it working. One thing about the Jones, if you show them something and show it working, oh, they're going to ride with you 100% because they want their ultimate pride. But so they never had no proof of that before. Garrett, we never had no good defenses like no strong defenses like that with Garrett. Garrett I, listened to, I listened to Jason Garrett on an interview at the first of the year. This is what he said. They asked him, so what was the biggest thing that you would tell Mike McCarthy? He said, I wish I would have stood up on the table and pounded the table more for players that we needed to complete this team, but I didn't do that because he didn't want to piss the Joneses off. Or he didn't want to be like, well, I need this. And Steve was like, no, nah, y'all got to work with this. You see what I'm saying? Mm. That's the one thing that Mike McCarthy had to do, but he had to do it kind of a slick way. Mm. You know, he had to, like JR, like Jock told JR, you can't go through the front door, JR. Go out through the back, come through the back door, as long as you get in there. 
You well, see what I'm saying? I hear you. I think, I, I think the man is intelligent, and I think he figured out how to work this Dallas Cowboys system. We'll just get him to the end of the year. We'll see. Okay. If we right. get to the end of the year, he ball out and he win. We mess around with because I'm not scared of Philadelphia. That boy can't throw. They barely beat Arizona. All them teams they played is soft. Troy Vincent up there working them deal. Got them that soft schedule. It's all right. It's going to catch up with them because they ain't played nobody. I got you. We got to we gotta go, Computer Man. We appreciate Computer you. Computer Man. Awesome. Your boy from KC oh, yeah, Jones. I got, I got all y'all stuff ordered, and I made it custom with everybody's names on it and stuff. It's going to be pretty sweet. It's not nothing too did hard. You, did you put – make sure no, no I in my name, right? No I in Jesse, right? Yeah, I got it. Just I I you got Chris Jones one? You got your boy oh, Chris no, I, Jones? I, 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 I talked that big – I talked to his cousin. I said, man, you need to go and get up out of uh, Come on down there and play with us. You don't have to play every game. He said, computer, that boy going to jump on you. And I said, and I said tell him what I said. All right, computer, we got to go, man. Thank you so much, brother. I'll see y'all later, man. Y'all bye, man. bye, computer. We're going to whoop Philly this weekend. Yeah, right, we are. Man. Yeah, we are. All right. Yeah, this we segment, are. This Pound segment. that rock with Zeke. Pound that rock with Zeke. Nature, yeah, yes, sir. Right. That's right. Peace. Peace. This segment was brought to you by Blockchain. Blockchain. <laughs> if I could block something right now, I would. This segment is brought to you by Blockchain. Blockchain.com. Give me my ding and let's go into the break. And whatever the hell we got left in time, we'll talk about whatever. 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 Just stay with this. Post game of uh, yeah, what we'll, he just we'll talked start, about. We'll start looking. We're supposed to do something for, for Roxy. We're going to do it in this third segment. Roxy, we got you. We're going to talk about the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> And our playing experience up against uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, coming up next, hanging with the boys. Hey, Cowboys fans, ready to spice up your next watch party? Bring Yokiero guacamole and be the game day hero. Yokiero means I want, and we know you want, great, fresh-tasting, ready-to-serve guacamole for your home-gating and tailgating events. Made with real avocados and the perfect blend of spices, it will be the star of any party. You can find us at your local Albertsons or Tom Thumb in the deli section. If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo Quiero, Yo Quiero Guacamole. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. Blockchain.com is one of the most trusted ways to buy, sell, and trade crypto. Whether you're always on the go or stay closer to home, Blockchain.com is just a few taps away. Put the power of crypto in your pocket so no matter where you are, you can trade on your terms and build a crypto portfolio to fit your life. For crypto pros, rookies, and anyone in between, Blockchain.com makes it easy to own a piece of the future. Blockchain.com, trusted by millions, trusted by America's team. Hey, Cowboys fans, if you're thinking about attending a game this season, visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Stay at the team hotel, have dinner with a Cowboys legend, and experience AT&T Stadium's exclusive VIP Owners Club. Also, tour the star, get autographs from your favorite players, and talk X's and O's with me, Mickey Spagnola. The official travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys will take care of all your travel needs. Visit CowboysTravel.com. With 
welcome back to Computer with the Boys. All right. <laughs> yeah. Computer with the Boys. Yeah. I like that. Computer. Hold on, computer. <laughs> Shout out to Computer, man. Like that, yep. that, that, that that's our dude. And, and this is this is our show is called Hanging with the Boys because this is what you do with your boys. And it's okay to disagree. Sure. As long as the disagreements are respectful, right? And so that's what you do with your boys. When you're at the house or you're in the shed in the backyard and all that kind of stuff. In the what? The, the shed. You know, what? You know, the shed. <laughs> not say like shed right the, there. Back yeah, in the yeah, shed. Yeah, yeah. Back in yeah. the shed. Duh. <laughs> you know, at the barbershop, at the at water the cooler, shop, you yeah. know, whatever. We can afford a shed. You had some. You had some country now, stuff no, in the when backyard. My, when we used to go to my granddaddy's crib. He used to have a big old ragged barn. Yeah, barn. That's the same thing. Barn, <laughs> shed, a lot, a lot garage. Of sheep was out there. Yes. Oh no! Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't even. So shout out, shout out to computer. Um, and yeah, we can we can we can always you should debate. shear the sheep. We can always debate about <laughs> okay. football. All right, okay. with the time that we have left, what's the we'll, time? We'll, 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 we got we, we got like four minutes. Okay. Um, we'll talk about Philadelphia. Yes, and, sir. and the Cowboys are heading up to Philly. Mm. And, you know, the one thing that I'll take from this or I'll talk about in this was the experience of going to play in Philly. And without a shadow of a doubt, might be some of the nastiest fans. <laughs> and I don't mean in a sexual way. I mean downright rude and nasty fans. Battery tossing. All of that. Beer can slam. There was always a rule in the Holly household that whenever we played my time with the Cowboys, whenever we played at Philly, no female family members could ever go to Philly. Really? Mm. That's because you just couldn't. You just, you know. Couldn't take the chance. You couldn't yeah. take the chance. Yeah. My mom or aunt or, you know, my little cousin. You couldn't go. Wow. That, that's just what it was because now I had to worry about my brothers and uncles and other family members getting into fights, trying to defend their honor, and they're and they going to do that. And you just didn't want that to be the headache that you went up there. But playing in Philly, it's the, the rivalry, and it was it was even worse back when you played. But it, it started, was, the locker room was raggedy. Yep. <laughs> Driving up in the bus. Yep. You get egged, go to the raggedy locker rooms. Then you go out on that hard concrete field at the vet. It was raggedy. And then you had to face a number one ranked defense. <clears throat> and Reggie White, Jerome Brown, uh, Seth Joyner, uh, Clyde Simmons. Then they had Muddy Waters in the back in the, in the, in the, uh, in the, in the back back there. I'm, I'm like, and I can't remember the linebacker. He was a nice linebacker. They had a squad. Yeah. And, and 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 like you say, the fans because they'll sucker you in. You know, I'm loosening up. Hey, big news! Hey, big news! So I'm thinking it's, it's some cowboy fans that snuck in. Yeah. Then I turn around. Hey, big news! I'm like, what's you fat stank? You want a hamburger? I got a Philly cheese sandwich, and you can have it when I dump you. Oh my God! They 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 were rough. And but the, the thing about it, Jasmine, we, I used to like to go up. I would like when we have those early games, like on them. A twelve or a three because you can get there the day er- day earlier and you can listen to their radio. Mm. Oh yeah. And their radio used to be not only killing us, the Dallas Cowboys, they'd be killing their own team. <laughs> so that they had to put a a jail cell in the in, in yeah. inside yeah. the stadium. They used to be holding court inside the stadium. Would you threw what on who down there? <laughs> yeah. And my cousin Nod, he used to bring us all this barbecue after the game. He was a Marine. I want to say he was a he was in the service. Okay. 
But he was one of them smart dudes. He was a sailor, a Marine, one of them. He wanted just regular Army. I used to say, nah, if you come to the game, bring some of your boys. I'll give him four or five extra tickets. <laughs> and I'm thinking, nah, was probably ain't no bigger than Caden Gates. Little old dude. I'm mm-hmm. like, nah, please don't. Aunt Mary ain't gonna forgive me if you get drug up then. <laughs> don't worry about your don't worry about your cousin. And man, you you know, and every ruckus will be going on, and I'll be sitting on the bench. Every time something would jump out, yeah. and it's, I'll be looking like, please don't let him throw my cousin from, <laughs> from up there. But he would always make it down there with that with that stuff for the team. These fans, but I'm telling you, but one thing you could rest assured. Get up by 14. Oh, and the bulls will start. Oh, they yeah. will turn. turn. Oh, really? you talking about turning? Yeah, about like them people did in Kansas City about that ref with that bad call last yeah. night. When the game yeah. is actually going, like I know, as you're coming in and all this stuff, you see the fan. When the game's actually going on, could you see like the fights going on and this stuff? I mean, yeah. were you aware yeah. of all that? Oh yeah. Really? <laughs> oh yeah. And, and the thing about it, it'd be brother and brother. Be brother. And it'd be happening yeah. at every angle of the field. Like it'd be behind your bench, it'd be across your field. Oh. You switch sides, stuff happening. It is always something violent going on at those games. Oh, but they're throwing them battery. Cover Coach Jones. They'd be like, man, we putting on our own helmet. Coach Jones better cover himself. Yeah, so so playing against Philly, it's definitely yes. it's a fight on the field. It's fights off the, the field. field yes. It's fight getting in the stadium. It's a fight leaving the stadium. It is a constant battle. At every turn of your experience in Philadelphia, like most cities we go into, they'll even you know we'll we'll have moments we're like, hey, we're gonna go get something to eat from the no, yes, no, 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 no. Yeah. don't leave the hotel. Oh yeah, don't 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 you know we you might find a restaurant we all go have dinner. No no no. But was there something about that energy and hatred that like just yeah, made you want to party? Yeah, because yeah. if you won, you you? if you won up there, yeah. When you won like it, heaven, bro. Yeah, mm. when it, all all those fingers and those birds, yeah. they was flicking you off on the way in. Yeah, you flicking them off on the way out. That that whole lot, brother. We out. We out of here. Well, that was in our nineteen ninety one documentary. That was one of the best lines we had. It was Tony Casilla sitting back, going, "There's nothing like kicking Philly's ass in Philly." Yeah, it is. I'm telling, <laughs> hey man, and it and what always would get me is you. You know, I'm used to skinny people calling me fat. <laughs> <laughs> but with dudes out there, zero degree weather with eight hundred pounds of gut hanging over, they calling me fat. I be I be wanting just like I wish I could beat you at the parking lot. <laughs> it wasn't last three minutes. <laughs> well, that's our show. Tomorrow we'll continue with we'll we'll, we'll really get wrap it, this we'll thing get up. Phillies defense, defense. Cowboys yeah. offense. Yeah. Let me Cowboys try to get offense. Zeke. What? Try to get Mom. Try to get Zeke because he's gonna be the star of the show. Phillies, defense, Cowboys, offense tomorrow. We'll kick this thing off. We'll, we'll, we'll get this thing revved up and ready to go. Headed into Philadelphia for Sunday night football. I got Zeke. He is Nate Newton. That is Kurt Daniels. Chris is in the hey, back. Did we say the Braille? We said that. We said that, okay. already. We said that already. Shout out to feel Computer. Us. Shout out to they yeah, feel uh, Zeke is like the equivalent to Braille, baby. You can feel him. Nah, yes, he's the equivalent of Braille. You can feel him. We can't see yes, him. Yes, sir. Ask the Rams, <laughs> baby. They can feel him. I am Jesse Holly. This is Hank. Yeah. yeah. Get out of here. Zeke Braille. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!